you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Michael Jordan would not have any chance against LeBron James. Uh, LeBron James would just go stand in the block and say, pitch it down to me, and Michael Jordan would be uh, helpless. David. Football. Football David. The Dave Damashek Football Program. Available on Apple Podcasts and at NFL.com slash DDFP. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. Yeah, that was from a conversation we had last week on DDFP. And you know what? Actually, we can continue that one. So hot, I, I want to take my headphones off. The take is so hot, I feel like <laughs> I have to take my headphones off. You don't think LeBron would annihilate Jordan in one-on-one? I don't know. Yes, you do. Die, no, I, I don't like this new attitude. Who the attitude. hell knows? Who I knows? Love, I love all the cools who talk about I'm not sports. being a cool. Am I? A, it, 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 who knows? <laughs> Patrick Claybon, another colleague who's a curmudgeon, like Matt Money Smith, whose voice you hear there. <laughs> I love that uh, I love that people are above hypothetical. I'm not above debate. it. I just don't I don't that's what I don't get. You don't think my, you don't think LeBron James would whip Michael Jordan in I don't know. I don't think it would be a whipping. I think he would. A well, whip. How, like, how do you? How did? How did you come to that conclusion? That I'll tell you how, how. Because long ago, back in like I don't know, eighty, eighty one, eighty two, and you can actually find uh, visual evidence of this. I think on YouTube or at least somewhere out there on the uh, www dot um, is uh, Kareem Abdul Jabbar. And Dr. J once played a one-on-one game on pay-per-view, which seems crazy. I don't know who paid for it at the time, but it sounds fascinating. And apparently, Kareem annihilates Dr. Kareem J. Kareem is seven foot one. Okay. Dr. J is six foot four. He's not six foot. Yes, he is. He's Dr. Six, J six. is six foot. Is that right? Oh, yeah. I always thought he was six six. All right. Michael Jordan is six six and a half. LeBron James is six eight. Ah, he's more like it's, six nine. Anyway, listen, <laughs> hi, and hello. hi and hello and welcome to the Dave Damashek football program. I hope all is well wherever you are here in Studio 66. We're already ready to roll. Coming up in a little bit as uh, the draft draws ever closer down in Dallas, Texas. There's a lot of stuff going on in free agency, trade, so on and so forth. And uh, one of the guys who figures to go in the first round, Leighton Vander Esch, a delightful guy who we kibitzed with already. Uh, we're going to play that for you in just a minute here. A nice fella. And we get him mentally right. All right, Julius Serbian, 6'7". Six, 6'7"? Seven. Six, seven. Yeah, I always thought he was smaller with like a giant wingspan. Well, I mean, why so Why so demanding about your your side of it? Oh, nope. 6'4". You that's shame how, me that, out of my opinion. That's how you do it. That is right. That's right. how you do it. <laughs> Take note, kids. But I am always one to quick to go back and say, you know what? But that was Julius's thing. Is he was so he was six seven, but he had like a seven foot wingspan because that was the big thing with Irving was how long his freaking arms were that made him a truly special player, much like Elgin Baylor. All right, well he was deal. six foot seven. Still going though, seven Kareem. seven one is um, all right. And anyway, and and by the way, LeBron outweighs Michael Jordan by what? Yeah, but thirty Jordan's pounds, strong 40 pounds. As a freaking bull. Okay. I mean, always regularly well, so cited LeBron as James. the strongest guy. Anyway, ever. we're gonna talk with uh, the you boys. You said he'd from- whip him. I don't know when we're going to do this, but uh, it's great news for uh, Eddie Spaghetti behind the glass. We're going to catch up with uh, the Mixtape Boys from uh, Barstool, who I visited their podcast 
a few months ago, and they're going to um, return the favor. We have much to kibitz about. You know, uh, we have to talk about the, the status of uh, Tom Brady. And also, who would win? I know we've done variations on this before. For, oh, you know what? Before I jump into this, let me uh, go around the wheel here. Who's joining us in Studio 66? You just heard his voice. He's one half of the finest radio show in all the land. You can track that one down. AM 570, if you're in Los Angeles, otherwise go on iHeartRadio. Uh, the Petros and Money Show. It's Matt Money Smith. Enough. We have to, way too much to get to. You can't hear a full, uh, <laughs> way a full thing here. And by the way, Muzzletov, I guess you, di- you did a, an honorable deed. You ran a long distance in the name of charity. Mm-hmm. I did. What for uh, name the charity? So, That's the headline. Uh, yes, I, I. He is far too humble, a superstar, but he is a true superstar. Uh, he is the best offensive player on your National League champion Los Angeles Dodgers, Justin Turner. And he has a bald spot, which is interesting. Yes. He has long, lush red hair, except that uh, not unlike uh, the man whose voice you're listening right. to right now. A little thin there. He's got a little, uh, a little flesh yarmulke. The there. He's yeah. got that flesh yarmulke. He I can does. I can help him with that. I have some tips. Oh yeah, what are yeah. they? Do they make the pepper that you put on your <laughs> in, head red. in red? I know. Red. I don't know if they make the. I mean, it is orange. You could put, it you could do it with like uh, cumin or something there you like go. that. <laughs> Wonder if they do ginger. Otherwise, yeah, cumin <laughs> yeah, might right. have to be the cumin way to go. Uh, anyway, yeah, Justin. So Justin Turner. Turner has a foundation here in town. He uh, helps get homeless vets off the streets, and he helps families uh, who have children that have incurred major medical expenses. Uh, helps pay those bills. That's cool. So he asked. Uh, I've done this a couple times now. If I would uh, run half the marathon, his wife ran the second half I ran the first half we raised money for charity and we ended up pulling in uh, about 38 grand I think wow it's holy hell yeah, yeah. Holy so That's pretty amazing. great and, that um, is great yeah if you want to go why, ahead, go ahead why only half I guess that's the way they do the charity right. the uh the oh charity yeah I'm sure. Runs. I'm sure they would they would yeah. turn you down if you said yeah. let me do 26.2 nope I can't uh, do it. Can't I won't let do, you do it. I, I will not do whole marathons anymore. I uh, I used to. And you did? I did, yeah. I used to run marathons. I didn't know that. I did. Yeah, I ran marathons. And, and the difference between half and full is full, you have to train. It's literally half. You, you truly have to train. Like, you have to uh, run 20 miles on a Saturday, and then the following Wednesday, run 18 miles. To what end? The following Saturday. To what end? So you're not completely destroyed no, by mile 18. No, to what end run 26.2 miles on purpose? <laughs> By the way, the guy also, yeah. we should say hello Dave to him too yes. quickly. Yes, a man who Enough. has not shadowed the door here in Studio 66 for far too long. From London, England, he is our resident Miami Dolphins fan. He's giddy with enthusiasm about, yes, Indomitian <laughs> Sue out the door, but in comes Brock Osweiler. It's handsome, Hank. <laughs> oh, it's That's awesome, handsome. Congratulations. Hey, let's stop this. He's handsome, Hank. He's handsome, Hank. He's handsome, Hank. Hello, handsome. How have you been? I've been very well, thank you, Dave. Oh, yeah? All right, continue. I want to catch up with you, handsome. Okay. But, yeah, well, we've got all well, the mean, B.O., like the hot B.O. Too. takes that you got on Brock Osweiler. You know, it's exciting. I thought there. you were talking about money after he runs. He's so was I. I was like, you know, it's interesting. I don't the weird get the thing B.O. To, uh, I am very fortunate. I don't, right. uh, I don't you get don't get the B.O.? B.O. No. I, but I don't, not ever. I sweat, but I right. don't for you whatever don't reason. The, uh, you know what I've never had? I've what are they never, called? Ferrums? Always like comes out smelling of roses. Yeah. I never, I've never had a stink on my foot, you know? Yeah, really? I'm, I'm also yeah. – my yeah. wife has horribly smelly feet. Really? Yes. You should never and she passed it along to one of my three daughters. Um, I get nothing. One of your three daughters? One of my really? three daughters has tear when, – when she would come off, my oldest, she would come off the, you know, the lacrosse field and just kick her – 
her uh, spikes off in the car. Be like, what the hell? Roll down all the windows, and, and the wife gets upset. She's like, it's not me. It is you because it's not me. Let's take our shoes off, and let's have a little smell off and see who it is. So, passed it down. Yeah, she passed it down. My middle mm. and my youngest, thankfully. They got the they good got, They got the uh, Smith side of things. Right. Yeah. Pass <laughs> to them. So you ran 13.1. 13.1. Please, please just tell me at, at, the, at least this. You're going to have the dignity not to put a 13.1 sticker on your car. When I was running the full marathons, no 26.2, certainly no 13.1. I think if I were if I were the ultra guy and I'm running 50 miles, all right, I'm mm-hmm. going to put that in your face. I'm going to put in your face that I could run 50 miles. Other than that, I think uh, – Well, but the, the, it, How far do you People think say, but that's an achievement. <laughs> I, I finished like, 20 – that like, this is this is a you, much better conversation. If if like how far do we think you could run? Me? Yes. Like well, right now. Could he run a five? Dave, like right. let's just set it low. Let's yeah. set it low as a five k. No, right Dave, now. Right now, go out there and complete a five k. And and by run, I mean you've got to run it in. You can't stop. Thirty minutes. You got to run at least at six miles per hour. That's kind of your standard. I used. I mean, now. Uh, I mean, this isn't fun, but since I I hurt my back six or eight months ago, I really have not been able to do anything. It's terrible. I've I've fully uh, transitioned. I understand. Into, like at your age, there's no manhood. expectation that you'd be able to run. But, but as but... recently as three, <laughs> as recently as three years ago, I I would have done that easily. I could I I could certainly do that. I I know. So it's... take the back. Let's just take the back injury off the table. Yes. So you can do a five k. I definitely. I definitely. Ten k. Ten k. Six point two. Uh, I would come. Cl- I mean, at uh, at at a nice six point two in an hour. I want it done in an hour. Yeah, I could have done that. Okay. Yeah, I definitely really? could have done that. I I used to run at my best when I really was like, let's see how long I can run. In, in I would run eight miles okay. in like a hundred. I mean, in uh, in like seventy minutes or something right. like that. What's can that? Can we just Pretty check good. in behind the glass? Seventy seventy two. These guys are looking oh, yeah. a little incredulous. I don't back think there. you could run Emma, one I don't, mile. Well, boy, Emma, I don't think you knew Dave when he was young. <laughs> so I don't that, you think know, you could run one mile. I she don't. wasn't born when I yeah, was young. Exactly. Right. True. But but what but. What do you think would be Dave's maximum? I don't think he can run one mile. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's you, he would stop halfway through. That's absurd. And then he'd finish. He'd be like, "Oh, I finished it," but no, like you didn't. I don't think he could run a full mile. Are we talking right now? Right now? Right now? His back. If we if he took the headphones off, I a hundred percent. His could. back injury was devastating. I. <laughs> he came hey, in. look, the guy got a becchiotomy. Ah, he he's came not in. supposed to run. No, he came in the office. He was like trying to sit in the chair, and he was like, he had I a remember. whisper, and he was like, oh, this hurts so bad. And he was like just like stiff. I could not. And he but could you not wait move. till you get to his age. Eddie. I'm not you blaming him. Right. I'm not blaming him. I'm just saying it would be, I think, I think you do a 5K now. Come I mean, on. Even with the back? Just, I mean, well, I mean it, goes, it, it goes too far. He could walk. Emma VP goes too far. I could go out and run a mile right now. I could definitely Let's do, do it. it. Well, I, I legitimately, <laughs> I know that this is the equivalent of saying, like, I have a girlfriend in the Niagara Falls yes, area, but if I did, no phones. it just wouldn't be worth, it wouldn't be worth the ensuing uh, 10 days of me having to be prone in the middle of the day and having to get vicodin up and everything. It just wouldn't be worth it to prove MVP wrong. Oh, God, I think it's, okay. I, I think it's a great cause. I think it's a great cause, especially when you are prone and you someone says, do. why are you laying there? 
I am a VP. Challenge me to run a mile. Yeah. And, Let's do uh, a sponsored one mile run for Dave. Yeah, yeah. I like and you can't idea. do what money didn't just give up halfway through and just say that'll do. I know. You've got to get the whole mile. I know. How dare not, you? I, I will. That's how up. they want it. I like money. I like money's story. <laughs> I like money's story. That hey, I hey, wanted to. I go. wanted uh, to go the whole way, but, but they, they it, just said, you, right, you got you stop when, here." When that finish line <laughs> is set up right there at the griddle uh, on uh, Sunset Boulevard in Hollywood. Ooh, you went to the griddle. As soon as I finished, really Justin Turner. Waiting for me with a high five and a giant stack of banana pancakes for oh. me to just mow down. I the mean, griddle uh, pro tip for anyone visiting Los Angeles: go to the griddle there in Delicious. Hollywood. Yeah, I mean, well, it's basically just big desserts yeah. disguised yeah. Get those in the shape pancakes. of pancakes, right. but they're desserts. Right. Um, but yeah, so you I go like in it. real quick. You go in to finish, and just the people that are running the full, <laughs> and they're and they're looking at you, and you're like, ah, oh, yeah, I'm done, and they just kind of give you this look of you, you SOB. I agree. Good luck, good luck with the Have second half of this. Have a good time. I'm going to this. get some uh, pancakes here. And Have then fun. what about the double whammy? So one, they don't get to quit. They're 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 only quit. halfway done while you while they now have images of you eating fanciful uh, treats. Yeah, I cross the finish line and just run straight into the door at the griddle. But then, but then, <laughs> I don't even break they also have to be raw at the people who pick up where you left even off, so. and they're crossing the actual finish line. Do yes. they get the whole? Uh, oh yeah. They get the whole fanfare. They get yes, to go through the the wire thing or get like the metal the, put around their neck, the crepe paper yes. finish line, and they break it and they get to celebrate. Like, wait a second, this guy only did half. Yep, that's uh, those are the people that really get There's not a separate finish line for those people. There, there should be like a right. sideline. Like, okay, I these agree. Guys only ran half. I'm with you 100. And by the way, the 26.2 people, unless you're running it at a professional level pace, it's a weird thing to honor yourself with that sticker. I don't put a sticker on the back of my car that says I've played golf. I mean, like, you know, like, the, what's what's the distinction? Hey, I've played basketball. Hey, you know, like, that's that's basically what you're saying. Not an acknowledgement. When you put the 26.2, you're not saying, I did it in two in two hours and 25 minutes. No, no, I just did it. I did it. Uh, uh, Dave, I think that's a little I swung a golf club. It's quite before. an accomplishment. I'm, hey, it I is quite an accomplishment. You, I made it when 18 you've run holes. your one mile, yes. when you've run your one mile, you can start throwing daggers at, at the people. As a man who, who ran, ran uh, eight miles and was uh, was promoting his running prowess, imagine multiplying that by three, and now you still have to run. Wait two a more. second. Hold on a second. What? I was give, uh, yeah, to go back four minutes. I was I was honoring my running prowess by you saying were. I ran. Yes, you were like, listen, <laughs> I back when responding. I was running, I was doing eight miles. See, this is where things get sideways. <laughs> All right, we have a lot to catch up on here. We have a lot to look forward this to. This is what here. always happens. I know, it's true. Um, let, uh, one thing I want to bring up is, first of all, I over the weekend, this is a long-standing issue for me. We, oh, man, we have a lot. We have, I want to talk about all these brackets are everywhere. This has been an actually, I, I, I've been uh, snarky about everybody doing their silly brackets around I, March I'm Madness. I'm so over it. Best cereals, best yeah. soups, all that Enough. jazz. All right, fine. Um, but this year's batch has actually produced some gems, and I thought the um, – This is the, the batch from where? The, this year, 2018. Oh, I see. Just bracket. looking around, the, the there have been a couple that have actually caught my eye. I know Eddie Spaghetti. I'm sure was in, was fascinated by the Pearl Jam one, best Pearl Jam song. I like the <laughs> Disney Pixar movie. You one. can fill out 64 Pearl Jam songs. Yeah, easily. <laughs> Chris Long. Chris Long actually was one that was like taking charge of that one. And he Come filled on. It out. Six, this, they have they have Come on. They have uh, 10 studio albums. 64 Pearl Jam songs and covers. That's so plenty of songs. Feels like and, and what does it always end up at? What is it? What what ends up being the the winner? 
It's just any song, any. I mean, it's probably going to be Jeremy. I mean, probably, yeah, you know. I mean, it's it's pretty hard to knock off Jeremy, right? Actually, what is the? It, I I would hope it's, it's and, not it's, Jeremy. It's just, it's just the popular songs from the first three albums. None of this stuff after Vitalogy ever really. That's hold, my holds sense up. of. That's, that's what my I mean. sense of Pearl Jam is that they they, they willfully they, yeah. they sabotage themselves with No Code, the fourth album. You don't know any of their songs. No, and let, yeah. No Code, No Code, and Yield. Their fourth and fifth albums are so good. They're I like them more than the first three. Yeah, but, but that's just because you're being a cool. I'm not. Yeah. I'm you're not. Being, you're being I'm a not. Pearl it's a, Jam it's hipster. A different, it's a different sound. Like they just, it, it's, it's more versatile. I like the Disney Pixar one, although there were some Even major omissions. There were way. some. They it was weighted poorly. There's one. There's a region of death that just is unreal. I mean, like five of my favorites of all time are all in one region. Dumb. But anyway, I'm sure you've seen that if you're on social media at all. I have a, an idea for a good one too. Maybe we'll have time for that. First though. A long-standing issue for me has been that isn't it weird, money? I, I in fact, what uh, what brought it back uh, to the fore of my brain was I saw you tweet that uh, your Chargers, of course, Matt Money Smith, the voice of uh, the Los Angeles Chargers, got a new kicker. Who is it? Caleb. Sturgis. I thought it was Caleb. Yeah. 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 C Sturge. So C Sturge is now your kicker. The Sturge Daddy. Yeah. And. Uh, okay. and and, of course, you celebrate that because as anybody who paid attention to pro football over the last eight months or so knows that the Chargers were playoff bound if their rookie kicker had made a couple of kicks in the first two weeks. They had just had an adequate kicker. Right. Not it's even, not, a, not even an elite la- kicker, no, an adequate kicker. kicker, yes. It just, But it's not just like the last eight months. I mean, this seems to have been a Chargers issue for a couple of years couple now. It's, years. It, it's, it's Since true. the days of Nate Caden. But it's uh, Nick Novak was pretty good. Nick Novak was yeah, all right. So but it's been it, like four years. In a way, isn't it fair it, that, that we know that that's the case? In a way, it kind of has become NFL-level place kicking is sort of the equivalent of figure skating, which is to say the only ones you notice at this point are the ones who miss. The uh, right. same as figure skating, you see them fall, and that's what stands out to you. In the same way – Kickers now all standardly. It's not, you know, Justin Tucker, Chris Boswell, whoever you would hold up as the best in the game in 2017. Uh, Matt Bryant, uh, you know, 40-something-year-old right. guy of the of the Falcons, was 8 for 8 over 50 yards in, uh, in 2017, which is remarkable, except for the fact that a lot of those guys, I'd say two-thirds of them conservatively, make more 50-plus-yard kicks than they miss over the course of a season. So – doesn't that – I don't know. I don't want to go so far as to say it corrupts the integrity of football strategy as we know it, but isn't it warped from what it was 30 years ago? It's so weird that guys – I mean, go way back to the early 60s. They they were position players largely, the guys who did the kicking. Paul Hornig, the golden boy yeah, of, he was a kicker. of Notre Dame, and then the Green Bay Packers, the world champion Green Bay Packers, was their place kicker. Right. And one year, he made a third of all his field goal attempts. It's crazy. He missed 20-something or 25 field goals, and he made – obviously, if you do the math on that, maybe 10 or so of the kicks did go through. It's weird that now you can run a guy out there From 55 yards and be like, yeah, he's probably going to make it. So I floated that on social media. Shall I a, read the tweet? And a mu- Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. This is what you said. This is what the NFL needs. Field goals are too easy for today's kickers. The sport wasn't supposed to have guys making 55 yarders with ease. I say kickers should have to play at least three plays from the line of scrimmage. How say you, Al Riveron? Yeah, see, so obviously if I'm tweeting at the guy 
Right, the head of officiating. Right. I don't think Al Riveron's going to not gonna, a, uh, engage a serious-minded right. response. I'm not sure to, he was the best person to try to bring into this. Right, carry on. Serious-minded uh, response to my whimsy. Right, is uh, it should indicate that I was uh, yes. I was you half kidding about yeah. the, my resolution to it, but still the undercurrent. Then you got a response. Yes, from the best kicker in the NFL. If that's what you want to call him, all right. I think. Yeah, I think. I, in fact, Brian Baldinger told me this about uh, a year ago, and I w- and I was skeptical, and then I looked into. I said, hard to refute. Really, he is. Justin Tucker isn't the best kicker in the NFL now. He's the best kicker of Ever. all time. Yeah, he's probably. the best kicker in. Bro, but I mean, to your point, kickers are getting better. He's the best kicker now. He's there. Well, Justin Tucker. Somehow, player. I I guess I did. You I, I was. I didn't take you enough poke care. Poke the bear, huh? You poke the bear. I didn't yeah. try to poke anything. I was. I, I I apparently didn't take enough care in my right. phrasing because it made it sound like yeah, something. I, Fifty-five yarders are easy to make. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I think what was this like a Saturday morning? Yes. I, I feel like you, too you were probably easy for these guys. Right. Is the point? You were probably sitting on your sofa and. and no, he's lying prone. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Face to rest his back. Take care of his what did just Justin ran Tucker half a mile. <laughs> Let me say what Justin Tucker. Justin wrote. Tucker said, "Making a 55-yard field goal isn't ever easy, especially in Baltimore in December in the wind, rain, snow, or whatever. If you're good, you make it look easy." I don't know about the yeah, especially. JT. Ba- I don't know especially about. <laughs> I, I I don't know that I agree. Especially Baltimore. I suspect it's harder to make a field goal in Lambeau in late December. But either way, I get the I get the point. And uh, and of course, I wasn't insinuating right. that they are that, that somehow the conditions are easier. Although, to the point about Lambeau, it's not like they're playing in mud right, and right, anything like they are now. The surface is a little bit cleaner than what it was even ten years ago around the NFL, more domes and so on. But I, it's not. I'm not denigrating Justin Tucker, the kickers. In fact, I'm saying the same thing as the NHL. Sometimes certain positions get so good that it that it makes the rules as they currently stand seem antiquated, like. The length of NBA players and the quickness of them is so great that it's really hard. You can't really press a team anymore. You know, it's a, and uh, NHL defensemen skate so well now that it depresses scoring in the NHL. You see what I'm saying? Sure. It's golf. It's the ball and right. it's the club. And now That's they, all I'm they've saying. tried to uh, elongate courses and, and now they've run out of real estate. And now they're talking about dialing back the ball. I think Tucker makes a good point, though, is that. <clears throat> even though it is becoming more the norm than the exception that people are making 50-yard field goals, I think it's just the the, the, evol- you know, the way the position has evolved, Yeah. right? And I don't know if it makes the game worse, does it? Is that kind of what you're suggesting? That, I don't hey, know. The game's I think not you're as the good. Per- yeah, I think, I think to you, who I remember on Super Sunday when – Lamenting. I- yeah, well, Super Sunday, you in the third quarter, while most of Football America watched with mouths uh, in joyous agape, tweeted, I this mean, this is ridiculous. real football. Is somebody going to ever have to punt here? This is ridiculous. This is a video game. You're Mr. Curmudgeon. Right. So obviously, you don't love just uh, whatever adds points to the board. Right. It just seemed, it, it wasn't so much me being a curmudgeon, but it was just odd to me. Like, I mean, we've had one punt. Isn't this weird? Isn't it weird that we're watching a Super Bowl? The way you expressed it. One was, punt was, was, well, very was, similar to maybe what he, happened with Dave there. Right. It's maybe lost in translation. 
uh, get me some Suntory. It was lost in translation. Well, I uh, get, I, I, so I get, I, I agree with you. I think Tucker made a great point, but not as good as uh, Justin Tucker at, at L. Scott Ten. He's, the, he's not even here. What are you? You another one of these social media white knights? That's what Spaghetti tells me they're called. Is no, that they're well, white knights? A second, you often see it with guys step up to defend women a lot. I, white, they, 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 they do the white knight thing, which is that, which is noble in broad strokes, yeah. but uh, defending a, a celebrity slash professional athlete you're what a hero what yeah, a hero well, that, like L. to Scott defend Tent. his honor when i wasn't even intending to insult the now he's a kicker all right, right. That's so, the, he maybe know. needs a bit of backup but l scott 10 says this guy prob couldn't catch a football let alone do any actual <laughs> yeah. football activity all he can do is make cringeworthy cheesy football segments that's true <laughs> thanks l scott 10 agree <laughs> you had to read that didn't you hank yeah yeah. No, read them all. Those are that, that that I mean that's that's how they all go. This guy got picked last in dodgeball. Yeah, yeah this guy's never bet. This guy's it? never watched a, a football game. I, that's my favorite one. Do you even watch football? I don't. Which I, <laughs> I like don't. to respond to them. I don't. I don't. I don't. Yeah. But I hear good things. I watch the beautiful game, but I don't watch American football. <laughs> <laughs> I just love it. The phenomenon, the 21st century phenomenon of defending people on social media. And as Spaghetti calls it, the white knight uh, syndrome is just really uh, is really just fascinating stuff. All heroes don't wear capes, apparently. Right. You know, I love it. But they, I want to get their thumbs. MVP behind the glass. Let's get Justin Tucker. Let's see if well, let's reach out to him first. Okay. And if and if he says no, mm-hmm. then we turn to the Hall of Famer himself, the left footer for the Saints and the Falcons, and one of the most delightful personalities A wonderful in man. pro football. Yeah, really. We should track him down anyway. Morton Anderson. Yeah, I can get you. I, bet. I can get you Morton tomorrow. Is that right? We should have. We should have. Morton and I. We should have dialed up Mort. Me and Morty. Morty. We have a <laughs> great like, relationship. Like a Morty and I. Time. I can tell you some stories about Morty. I have had some great uh, yeah. times with Morty myself. Yeah. yeah, he's a he's a delightful. I fellow. call him Naughty Morty. <laughs> <laughs> that almost works in your accent. It, not, oh, almost. It does work. Well, then he brings his accent right. to the table. Well, it wouldn't work if it was Naughty Morty. Hey, should we no, talk? Uh, right. Should we talk about uh, football here a little bit? Oh, sure, money! Before we do, Please. let me just go back <laughs> real quick. Who would win a game between the nineteen? 19- this is the conversation that inspired the what you heard at the very top of the show about uh, LeBron Michael. Who would win the ninety-two Dream Team versus the twenty eighteen NBA All Stars? All things being equal, training, obviously, Ooh. all that kind of stuff. Who would win that I'd game? Probably go twenty eighteen. Would you? I think so. Wow. Just because a lot of those 92 guys were getting a little old, and I think having to run up and down the court and keep up with that 2018 team, I mean, think about it. You know, I mean, Michael was in his prime, but Magic was on the tail end. Uh, Bird LeBron was on the could tail check end. Jordan. I mean, uh, uh, yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like, I think you had a lot of those guys were or Magic were back-end guys of their careers, not necessarily in their prime, but maybe. Pippen checks line. LeBron, right? That would be yeah. that matchup? Yeah. I find that uh, an yeah, but I think with Durant and and Curry and all yeah, all that shooting. I'm trying to watch the Scorpion. I want to watch the. Uh, I, wanna, I, I, I recorded it friends. last night and I watched it and I uh, and I, I mean, forgot to to take it. How long? How long are you on screen for? Uh, I mean, stunning. We I mean, we sat in my home and continue and, and said repeatedly over the course of the hour watching it. What the hell? How much am I in this? I mean, it's crazy. Really? Uh, yeah, it was. It was. Uh, so I can't suck back the 15 seconds right now, and then we can get into it, or can I? Is it? Is it? Is it a full minute? I mean, in total, I would think so. Yeah. Um, yeah. In fact, uh, 
one of our favorite, you know, another producer um, regularly behind the glass. He's not up here right now. Kent Brown, um, of course, uh, fellow Pittsburgh native. We love when his mom calls love. and leaves a voice message about whatever it is. She usually focuses – uh, she keeps her gaze on what's happening in show business, so it's right. not surprising that she caught my star turn of on course. Monday night's uh, CBS uh, episode of Scorpion. By the way, we did a great, really a lot of great feedback from uh, the showrunner of Scorpion, our pal Nick Santora. We went to his office, me, Emma VP, and Spaghetti last week. He was delightful, really, legitimately some funny stuff and some good stuff about the Giants and about the Eagles and about uh, hockey. But also, if you're interested in writing, he actually tries to provide you some uh, some tips on uh, on how to make that work. I think the the secret ingredient is is that he happens to be super smart. That's I, I don't that helps. He can impart you with that part of it. But anyway, um, so what we part give of the it, show are you on? I mean, man, I'm in a lot of scenes. You, you know? are. I, I do some. You're scene like sprinkled throughout. I do some scene work with uh, with with Cat. Uh, I mean, Catherine McPhee. Sorry for Catherine McPhee. Uh, but Cat and I, yeah, we had a lot of fun uh, working our scene out. We got Morty and I and Cat and I. Two yeah. documentaries. Coming now, up uh, this fall. now Emma VP. She has uh, access to this voicemail that uh, Kent Brown's mom left for Kent following my star turn on uh, Scorpion on Monday night. Let's take a listen. Hey, Kent, I don't know who wrote the lines for uh, him. He was so damn funny announcing that game. It was hysterical. <laughs> he was making me laugh. Oh, that damn chef. All right, you can call me back. Bye-bye. Oh, that's great. I love that one. Hysterical. Dude. Hey, uh, Kent. That's Dude. so good. Dude, hysterical. I love that. That was really nice. He made me laugh. I like I like the idea that it's the same thing as uh it's the same thing as when you're sick you announce like uh, do you have something? Yeah, I think I got a little cough. <clears throat> people have to, people <laughs> talk about that. Often you say he made me laugh. He made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> like that. Uh, anyway, yeah, it was uh, it was. Uh, All weird. right, I'll have to watch. I have a feeling it was weird and embarrassing to, to watch myself, and, and I, I hope I didn't invi- embarrass any of my uh, family or friends. Listen, with, let me uh, tell you, sure you did, too, by the sure way. You did a great let me job. tell you something. As uh, someone who, and I, this is not a humble brag, this is me just saying it uh, for future reference. As someone who has had the great fortune. Oh yeah, you and were Nathan luck for you of uh, Nathan for you, but mostly uh, Family Guy. I have been the voice oh, on a right. few Family Guy episodes. When they rerun those in prime time, bang, full rate. And it's just a check that comes in the mail, and it just Ooh. says, like, this episode, prime time. And you're Come like, on, reruns. Bang, bang oh, yes. free money in prime time. By the way, Nick was so good on the uh, DDFP on his appearance last week that we've already decided he's got to come back. We'll kibitz with him some more. He's He uh, he might be. It's like someone's angling for some more episodes. Money. If you know that's exactly I mean. right. Yeah, that's exactly right. Damn right. right. I, I, I'll wear it. I don't care. <laughs> I'll just say it out loud. No. Um, uh, he might be spaghetti. I mean, not money. He might be more of a New Yorkie sports fan than Eddie Spaghetti. Come on. It, I well, mean, nah, it's pretty good. Because no, okay. he's an Islanders fan. Well, it doesn't, you automatically lost. But I mean, his voice quality oh, yeah, and everything yeah, yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. Well, Eli. I mean, who's Eli? Hey, I was at the Bronx. I was there in 76. I arrived in 78. My, my cousin and I, we had to sprint to the car when the game ended so we didn't get killed. But it was great. <laughs> I felt I felt at home. It was so it was so great being with Nick. 
Um, all right. I hope I'm I'm a little worried that Kent Brown's mom's next uh, voice message may not be quite so so. Uh, well, I'm glad you brought that happy. up, handsome, because that's the next uh, subject that we really have to tackle here, and it's uh, not one. That this I'm- OB trade nonsense has to stop before I puke all over my desk. <laughs> <laughs> Spaghetti. That was the yeah. one I saw yesterday. Spaghetti. Yeah, I, I, Handsome Sorry, was trying I to, to bring it. us in. No, Handsome wants to bring in something that's affect. you know, think globally, act locally, right. and we want to take action locally about something that's happening here with the podcast producers, and we want to address something coming up this weekend. But first, Spaghetti, let's do it. Let's dip our toes into these free agency waters as they stand here in, uh, in late March 2018. Yes, Brock Osweiler, I'm guessing he's not. Uh, who Adam Gase wants to see as his starter, so we don't need to indulge that too much. Let's not talk about that. What do we think about, as it stands here and now, Eddie Spaghetti, we'll start with you, and then we'll talk in Dominic and Sue and the rest. But what do you think, Eddie Spaghetti, about uh, the veracity of these OBJ being dealt rumors? I'm, I'm, I'm no longer worried. We're, we're going to be fine. He's, they've said zero trade talks have happened. Uh, Gettleman came out today and said that, uh, you know, it's it's good to have talent on your roster. So he's talking about him, and uh, I think they're in the early stages of contract negotiations. So all my uh, my you know my woes yesterday being very upset. It's 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 totally gone today. I'm being trolled on Twitter by everyone. Tamposi's trolling me because uh, a, a certain NFL insider for a four letter network said that he would not be shocked if he was moved by the draft day, which is a very easy statement to make. I could say I wouldn't be shocked if anything happened because if you're right, you look smart. I I don't think it's going to happen, though. I mean, it it just makes no sense, and maybe they will will deal him, and I guess I don't know what the haul is, so I can't really say this 100%. It wouldn't be enough, whatever it was. It certainly – well, What about the DJ? What about the uh, DJ hypothetical that he loved out there? Because that's the one. Number four and number 33 to 33. But they both said that they should. They, the Giants shouldn't do it. They both said that he'll stay. And Bucky on Twitter last night was defending uh, was defending Odell, which is which was great. But I, I, it's not enough. What about you, his, Eddie? His what about sta- you? Let's say let, honestly. No, 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 you wouldn't no, take. No, 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 no. So you get Josh Rosen. No, 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 no. And Saquon no, no, Barkley. No, 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 no. He's one of the few. Rosen he, and Saquon. He, he means so much to the team. There's not many players that are like him in the entire league. This Eli like split stats with with Beckham and without they're terrible. Oh my god! But this is the this is the wrinkle, and this is why I think I'm I I would think long and hard about it. Mm-hmm. You still get your impact player immediately in Saquon, and you get your quarterback in the future. Right. You get them both. You don't have to pick one or the other. Or if you don't want Saquon, you get Bradley Chubb. You get your well, dominant well, defensive well, end. What, what, what spend, Daniel need, Jeremiah said, and obviously this is uh, their their busy season, like a tax sure. man. This is the, they're buzzing about all these uh, draft. <laughs> but I believe this would be the old, I think this is the was, only deal that might be able to what get was it, exactly? it was Cleveland trades their second first round pick, number four overall to the Giants, and their their sec their uh, top second round pick. So it's thirty three, I believe, and, and four for OBJ. So you you now have picks two, four, thirty three, thirty four. If you're the Giants, I and you like no that. longer have. OB now I'm not so pretentious. I always say I don't evaluate offensive linemen, especially interior offensive linemen. But everybody's over the moon about Quentin Nelson out of Notre Dame at guard. If you do that, plus you just spent on Nate Solder. First of all, to, just to go back to where we started, I don't think the Giants are going to trade him because why would they? Why, uh, if you've already established Eli's our starter for 2018, right. unless you're going to turn around and then split with Eli, which is a possibility, I suppose, here and now. But if the idea is, yeah, we're rolling with Eli in 2018, well, then you're playing to win now. You wouldn't give away his 100% one. 100% agree. 
I mean, you just can't they, do it. They've, that's now that's they, they've spent picks the last two drafts now, on receiving tools for Eli. I understand. Eli. Okay. But Outside you, what you, of Odell. What you could also do is, with or without Eli, is you could remake what your identity is and go Quentin Nelson with Nate Solder. And uh, I don't know what happens to Eric Flowers. What is the word? Are they going to move to right to, tackle? He's, he's too expensive. To, they're to just going to keep him and move yeah, him to right to, tackle. But anyway, right, yeah. so that line should be better if you get Quentin Nelson. Then, then you take uh, – if you keep Eli and you take Saquon Barkley. So there you there. go. So now you get Nelson, Barkley. Then I guess you're – Top they're, of the second, you, right. get, uh, you get – pick your receiver. They're, they're just right. not – they're not going full rebuild. They're going retool, and they want to go right. forward with Eli this year. I've fully accepted that. As well, I don't think they're going to take a quarterback at two. I think it's the pick is are going to think. I'm with you. With if you're the, keeping it's, Eli, it's Saquon Barkley will be the uh, will be a giant. If I'll, your decision is out. if your goal right. is to keep Eli Manning and and uh, make a, a a run, if you think your team is viable for the next two for to January years. with Eli Manning, I don't think you would take a QB in that spot. No, they're not. They're not that's a, why I said I think you could position it as they're not in love with anyone. Besides this was Arnold. the luxury. This right. is why this was the trade we couldn't turn down because not only can we can, uh, support Eli right now by drafting uh, Saquon to help him out in the backfield, uh, but we can also take care of our future because we don't ever plan on being in this position again. Exactly. To have the ability to take a franchise quarterback like we did with Eli when we traded up to get him at number one because we were at four and like we have right now because we're at number two. We don't ever anticipate being this high in the draft, and this is where you have to get your What do you think, QB. Handsome? What do you make of what happened on Monday's path to the draft with UCLA, former UCLA head coach Jim Morris sitting there with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks saying when asked, what do you, uh, who would you take if you're the Browns' number one overall? Odd, right? I and thought he said, strange. And he said, Jim Mora, actually, let's play the clip right here. Coach, sitting at uh, number one overall, as it stands right now, heading into April 26th down in Arlington, is the Cleveland Browns. If you're making that choice and you're picking a quarterback and you're deciding between Josh Rosen and Sam Darnold, who are you picking? Oh, nothing like putting me on the spot. <laughs> yeah, no pressure, yeah, I'm going to tell you this. Because of fit, yeah. I would take Sam Darnold if I were the Cleveland Browns. You know, I think that uh, that blue-collar, gritty – uh, attitude. I think his teammates will love him. I think the city will love him. He'll say the right things. He'll come in and he'll represent well. Uh, I think he kind of represents what, what Cleveland is. Uh, and then if I was one of the New York teams, I'd, I'd take Josh like that. I think they're both going to be great pros. That makes sense to you guys? Yeah, I'm, I'm on board. <laughs> Sign me up. It's all fit, fit and scheme. Both guys fit those respective spots. Yes. He goes, this is his college coach saying grit. He, he doesn't have the grit that right. Sam Darnold has. Sam Darnold's got what, grit. That's it, the city of Cleveland. What's, what's behind that? Do you think well, Jim Moore has some axe to grind with Rosen? No, no, I don't think so. No, no because I, he then he then followed it up, you know, with well, but you know, Josh, if I'm if I'm New York, I run right. to the podium and take Josh Rosen. But also for Cleveland, Darnold may be the better the better quarterback. Because why though? Because but I mean that because he's bigger, tougher scheme. If we're talking specific X and O scheming and all that kind of stuff, okay. But I'm gonna. Uh, if we set that aside, and if that's not what Moore was getting at, what it seems like he's talking about, the city will love him because he's got grit and he defines that blue-collar town. This is one of those tropes that makes me crazy. You know, one of these cliches that makes me crazy. is that Somehow the Rust Belt has uh, has to take a certain type of player in order to have them succeed and to get behind them, that it's a different type of fan yes. that appreciates yes. a that, 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 that only certain towns, that blue-collar towns. Tom Brady would have never survived in Cleveland. 
They really embrace. Yes, that's what I said on Monday. I said, thank goodness then that uh, Cleveland didn't take uh, gunslinger and dynamic Dan Marino out of pit. They wouldn't just, it just wouldn't have worked. They wouldn't, how would Cleveland have responded to someone so dynamic as uh, Dan Marino? Thank goodness that uh, that they didn't uh, go down that way. Handsome. I mean, yeah, I would. I silly, would right? It, it is kind of silly. That said, I think Donald probably has the the arm for the 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 AFC North. Well, so does Josh you know, Rosen have the arm. I don't know. Not not to the same. I extent. think their arm is similar um, in terms of strength. You know, Donald doesn't have an overpowering arm, uh, nor does Josh, but they both can make all the throws. Right. I, I, it's a stupid cliche, right? But that that's kind of really the case. Um, I mean, Josh Allen's the guy with the freaking hose out there. Sure, um, but. I guess as weird as it was the way he described it, I do think it makes sense. I do think Darnold is a better fit in Cleveland and that Rosen is a better fit, although not really in New York because they're still having offensive line you know, issues. I just, that's, disagree. That's I just so disagree with that. I think that is us as people who I, – I think that – it resonates to the national audience because from the outside looking in, it's an easy thing to put on a provincial town. You know, like, which, what, like if you were the, if Browns, the line, what quarterback would you take? So let's just put it this way. Cause here's, cause Moore is a smart guy. I mean, we've all been around him a lot because we were the UCLA station. We used to talk to him quite a bit and he's very good at manipulating the media. So what if I plant this? Uh, I will suggest that Mora, uh, he doesn't like to be wrong. And perhaps he thinks that Sam Darnold really is the better quarterback, that he's the better overall quarterback, that that's the guy he would rather have. But he can't say that. Well, what's he thinking, so though? So he but says exactly, instead, not- you know what? I'm just taking Sam because – and he's playing the game. He's playing the trope, the tired cliche that, uh, you know, this is the kind of guy you want in Cleveland. So he doesn't have to say, you know what? Yeah, I think Darnold's a little bit better. And if I'm picking number one, I want to take the best guy, and Darnold's the best guy. So and you think he's, I think he's not truly, trying to damn Josh Rosen. Right. By saying, I think Darnold's the better. I don't know. Player. I know he's not the UCLA head coach, but I just. Still very first, close with Rosen's family. No, it's know, a, yes. But that's kind of the point is that, is that. Uh, or maybe he knows it's that Josh doesn't want to go to Cleveland. But if, that might be it. That but if Darnold and Rosen are close enough in terms of how you regard them, you would think that his college coach would vouch for the one he knows, right? Just seems like a weird, but see to me that's total. dig. But that, maybe maybe yeah. Handsome's right. Maybe he's just uh, and that's total Jim Mora. Like he will he won't do it. He'll figure out. He wants to be right. He just does. That's the kind. Of, I mean, you heard those some of those things that he would say. Remember, he made the the comment about the spread, and he got super defensive when people are like, "Well, you know, the uh, the NFL are using spread concepts, and you're saying it would never survive." I never said that's what I said. And he starts rattling off position groups. You can go two wide, three wide. You want to run double back? You can run pistol. What are you talking about? More. He doesn't like to be wrong. So I almost wonder. Uh, no, nah, I've gone way off track. My bad. No, I'm uh, fascinated but I do by th- it. I do I, think there's more to it than him just saying, hey, this guy's blue collar. We have to get everybody on record. Money, it's your turn to do it right now. Win, play, show. Okay. The quarterbacks, and this is somebody who speaks with, uh, with a real depth of knowledge about college football and pro football, Matt Money Smith. Win, play, show. The 2018 QBs. How will we, five years from now, we'll put this into the time capsule and we'll dig it up then. Who will be regarded win, play, show in quality of pro quarterback? You I'll got go. Uh, Allen, you got Lamar Jackson. Yep. One is uh, one is Sam Darnold. 
He's the best quarterback. I oh, yeah. oh and what been, a, the Browns hit the payload <laughs> when they took Sam Darnold back I've, in 2018. Uh, I've been on that since last, since over a year ago when when Sam. I'm with came you, out. but I love Josh Rosen. Two is Josh Rosen, but see, to me, Josh Rosen is so like I think Sam is more. I think Sam Darnold is more scheme and personnel independent. I think Rosen really has to be drafted into a position where he is protected, and he's yep. got a good offensive line in front of him. I, I don't think the whole, well, he's got to have weapons around. He's not Andy Dalton, okay? He doesn't have to have A.J. Green on one side, and, you know, that, that's not what he needs. He just needs an O-line that can keep yep. him upright and protect him. Because otherwise, he might, five years from now, you might yeah, pick it up. Might, so, three, years, three years from now, he might be number two. Right. Five years from now, he might be out he of might, the league. Right, so I think he is circumstance dependent. But, but Rosen would be my number two, and then three, I'd go Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. Yep. Sort of slipped through the cracks for me a little bit there. I didn't even summon his name. I personally, as a Steelers fan, kind of open Lamar Jackson sitting there at the, at 29. I would not mind seeing the the Steelers roll the dice on that one a little bit, especially with their two additions to the middle of the defense now at the at the two back levels there. Um, man, we got to get Trey Boston on this safety thing. The the weird aversion to to free agent safeties. safeties is unusual. What time do we have, handsome? Oh, you're, you got a hard out at noon. I have a hard out at noon. We have seven minutes to kibitz here with handsome Hank. All right, let's get into what you wanted to talk about. No, no. Handsome. No, well, I want I, to talk okay. about this. I also want to he- think, hear what you think about uh, and Sue, too. We'll, well keep got, money for one second. We've got another show this week. You're right, but I do we want to weigh in on the, the, on the hot uh, pro football news. But, you know, to the matter at hand, we'll think globally. Let's act locally right now. All the producers, what's going on this weekend now, yeah, Spaghetti? Dro- it's not really about me. I want these guys to tell the story. I've just got some questions for them. Just a uh, weekend getaway to Big Bear Mountain slash Lake in uh, Eastern California. Cool. Who's going? <laughs> Eastern. Um, Eastern. I've never heard California. Eastern California. But uh, all right. some, you're, you're going an hour and a half right. away from L.A. You're going, yeah. climbing an elevation. Yeah, basically. Um, just uh, <laughs> you know, a few of us here at the NFL, some of my college friends, uh, some you know, people's roommates slash boyfriends, significant others. Did you rent a house? We, we did. Okay. Emma picked a great house. How many bedrooms? I want to say four or five. With four or bunks. five. So and you've got, but it seats like ten got, plus. Like, and so you've got your buddies sharing. Some people are sharing rooms. Yes. Probably all of us. And is this going to be like blowout blow party? Or are you, no. are you guys going snowboarding and no. skiing? It's. I would say lean towards more party. I don't do a ski acti- uh, snow activities. No, I, I could ice skate. I could play hockey. <laughs> I cannot do skis or snowboard. Why not? Uh, I tried in high school, and I almost uh, killed people. So it was a okay. scary, very, reason. very scary. Um, so I stick with the skates. But uh, no, just, you know. You could get into the little chickadee snowboard class there at I, Big Bear for a couple hours. I, 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 I should try, but uh, I'm, I like to hike. So we, we want to hike. I like Spaghetti. who's the scary man in my snowboard class? <laughs> He's uh, His worldview is, is uh, he just told on himself he would have killed other people. It wouldn't have been him who would have well, taken I was out. going fast, and I'm I was, I'm bigger. <laughs> what about just you? Just little children. And stuff. What about your own mortality? As I go down no. the slope, they go, oh, I hope you, I don't die. I'm fine. not worried about anybody else. No, I was an unstoppable fine. force. I was going. I see. I was hauling. Yeah. So uh, wait, so you and Emma are going? Correct. With your significant correct. others? Correct. Yes. Um, Sully's going? Sully's going. Sully's going. Yes. Not with a significant other? No. But maybe he'll pick one up along the way, if you know that, what I mean? Highly likely. Very likely. Very yes. likely. Sully. Yeah. Uh, Kent Brown's going? Uh, did he not get the invite? 
you guys cut Ken? What Pope? happened? Why not? Why is he didn't why tell him there was a limit on the on the how many people can go for the whoa, house, whoa, 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 and it wasn't just my decision. Don't look. I don't know why I'm the spokesperson for this. Now I see the real answer. The wanted this subject brought up. Kent is going through a few medical issues, and we didn't want to force Whoa. him to go there. And like he can't. Oh, him. how generous of you! It's nothing serious. Just you didn't like even. Some you didn't even. Stuff. You didn't even want to put that. <laughs> stomachal stuff. Stomach-related stuff. When you say stomach, everybody's like, "Okay, we're we're moving past <laughs> we're that." Moving then. Past Wait, that. Okay. Okay. So, so who else is going? So your generosity, your generosity runs so right. deep that you didn't even want to put yeah. Kent you don't into want that. To put him in that bad position. Then he has to say. Yeah, I appreciate the offer, but my belly's no good right now, <laughs> and that and uh, yeah, and it's, it's thing just kind of happened. They were there, you know. The, oh, just the pod happened. squad was asking me, Eddie, because I'm always busy on weekends. Like, are you free? I said, I'm finally not you booked the up one weekend. This. And I said, sure. They said, who's wanna... they? Who are the? Who's this they? The three others: Sully, MVP, and Erica. So wait, you were brought in late to this? Yes, because uh, I had to, to make sure I was available. I had to make sure yeah, I was they available. Had to, That's no, they had to so make I'm actually sure you were the, le- the least amount of fault is me. So MVP <laughs> as the as the uh, as the person. <laughs> I'm an invitee. We're assigning, we're assigning fault. The least amount of fault <laughs> right. is me. Least amount of fault. Who so would you say has the most amount? MVP. I'm no. MVP. So you, I didn't make any decisions. You're the organizer of this event, right? No, I'm not. Eddie created the Facebook group. I just have a credit card. Well, wait a second. This is unusual. Whose idea you guys are sitting right next to each other, and you Who? have no Tamposi? idea. Tamposi? Whose idea? The, the, yeah. I've never been there. It was... Yeah, it was ter- it was Tamposi's idea. The Erica thing- Tamposi and Sully Sully's big on like the trout fishing and, and okay. stuff. They wanted to go to nature, so I said if I'm free, I'll yeah. Well, go. we know we know Sully. It's the stuff of legend. Right. He wears fishing shirts vented that are vented. He'll be wearing a vented shirt even though he's for the not, whole weekend. He's not fishing, <laughs> right. which is. But now he actually will fish in a few days, which is great for him. So now wait a second. I don't. Let, let's. Uh, I. I. You know. I don't. I. You know. Shame the devil if this gets uncomfortable for you. For you too. Uh, but wait. Why is Emma VP saying it was spaghetti and spaghetti is saying it was Emma VP? Unusual. No, no. It wasn't one person. It no. was just like the the three of them. Were like, hey, can you come? I'm like, sure. We'll bring the significant others or friends or roommates, what have you. Uh, a lot of my friends here like my closest friends from college. So, like, okay, we'll bring it them. It is unusual that your friends are the, all got lumped in on this thing. That but you, Kent gets cut out. That you were just right. this passive participant yeah, in the thing. And not, but all, they were requested. They were requested because they're always up for whatever. I and they're see. good people. And oh, they, they were up for whatever. Yeah. Well, so wait, Kent, wait, let's Kent talk was about, not. By well, that, again, that would, that's, that's on the three others for not. You know, bringing up. <laughs> you know, let's talk about up for whatever, because one of the interesting things, like this, you know, is a nice mix of of work friends and then and then other friends. Yeah, there's a hot tub. I understand. Yes, yes, oh. that was what, a must. I'm sure. What amount of that was what, a must? What amount of nudity? <laughs> these ladies are gonna see me in my trunks if it's the last thing I do. What amount of nudity is acceptable? Someone's gonna get killed. All right, group? full nudity. It's full a full nude, nude a f- hot tub. That's right. what I thought. What? That was <laughs> a joke from no. Oh, oh, oh. No, I, what amount of nudity is acceptable when you when you have that um when you have that mix of, of, sort of work that's colleagues? That's not awkward at all. I don't oh, care. is that the stomach problem you're saying? Because Kent's yeah. got a belly. No, no. That he would be uncomfortable in the hot oh, tub because no, of your no, no, physique. No, no, no. Oh, no, it's an actual, I get it's an it. actual okay. thing. That was boy. That's no. terrible. It was, it's, How it's not, shallow? First of all, there's plenty of there's plenty of you know. Plenty of other NFL coworkers we know that are not going. It's not well. Not well, we know none of us got the, never invite, got the right. invite. I, I, right. I know my way around, Big Bear. I could have really helped right. y'all out. 
That's a it's an old stomping ground of mine. Well, Sully needs a yeah, good trout not, spot. Not so. going to tell you now. It's Too weird late. though because you're saying that you guys were like MVP. What you're saying is is that you didn't talk to Kent. You didn't even bring this to him, right? Because it would have made him feel uncomfortable to have to make to have decision. to reject that. Right? Is that right? Uh, sure. You know, yeah. Yep. Well. Yepers. <laughs> Look, we have a group. We 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 hang out a lot. It's just like Kent doesn't we, hang. You guys never invite Kent out to anything. We do. No. He's been to plenty of happy hours and and yeah. and into. Uh, you just don't want to spend three days with him. It's weird that you. You're willing right. to spend I, like a two hour yeah, happy two hour. hour. We're saying he just can't. He can't partake in some hey, of our activities. Can I ask? A, can I ask a question? And I want you to be direct with I, me here, yes, Eddie. Yes. Too many sports hypotheticals. I don't. Does not he just a, spit not him enough, out too? Does enough. he spit him out too rapid fire? For me, fire? I can handle it. I'm not sure about everyone else. <laughs> I'm, I'm, not I'm thinking of right. the others. I'm really. asking the right. Emma. Too many sports hypotheticals from Kent dominate the conversation. No, they're really great. I love hearing them and answering the questions. <laughs> it's unusual. I don't know that we've gotten to the bottom. I don't of think this. we have either. I want to talk more about. It's unusual Thursday. because it seems like that that that. The, ve- the the two stories that we've heard just don't line up. No, they don't add up at they all. They can't both be true. Right. The way they does the Kent way. know you're going? Oh yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Well, thanks to the the person sitting in the middle. Yeah, I, I made him aware of it yesterday. Oh, how was that? <laughs> it was well, great. I, just, I I figured there were some things that we should. Um, I think it's you know, cool, handsome. I know that that's not an easy position to no, take, I, but you what, did it. You, right. you stepped up. You know what? Well, I imagine, you. imagine if he found out via Twitter on Saturday. Exactly. Hey, look at my friends. Whoa, look, they all seem to be together. I remember we went on a happy hour 10 days ago. It's the entire same group except for me. <laughs> How would you rather find out? That's right. That's well, personally, it. I'm glad you told them because now we have three uncomfortable days right. at work before they uh, push off. You That's know why I'm glad I handsome, told them Handsome, I admire it. He could have just taken uh, the off-ramp there and gone around right. it for a nice casual drive, but instead he drove head-on. I could have picked up the signals that Emma and Eddie were giving me yesterday afternoon when we were having this conversation. You said That's right. not who you quiet are. quiet when, when Kent was coming, but no, I, I was like, I'm going to be true to myself. I drive down the wrong side of the road. That's how my people do it. I'm going to yeah. get to the bottom of this. Apparently. That's, I mean, outrageous. I, I feel like my work here is done, and therefore I'm going to leave. Okay. All right. But we should continue to come to La- conversate. Sure. We're certainly Whatever gonna you'd to, like. We're certainly going to have to check in and see. Where is Kent? Can we get him on? Can we get uh, him in here? We better he, talk yeah. to Kent. Send him a text. Tied up. Might busy be it, right? Yeah, he's busy. Yeah, was, uh, All right. Well, we'll talk to him then. Uh, I guess we, we have another show coming up here. We get, we'll get to the bottom of it. Uh I mean, uncomfortable though. Money. Well, let's talk about uh, two people from Los Angeles who are going to be paired together and are excited about, uh, you know, that you know some of the parts. You know, makes us all greater. Apparently, that's not the case with the podcast gang here at uh, at uh, the DDFP. They play but, favorites, man. But either way, or, the LA Rams Brown. look like they're on to something special. How say you? How confident are you? Right out of the gate, completely unfair, Matt Money Smith. How confident are you that the L.A. Rams, let's start here, win the NFC West? Very. One to ten. Uh, nine. Yeah. yeah. Barring, uh, Barring injury, injury or a complete combustible locker room situation that uh, there's just too much personality yeah. in Tlaib and Peters and Sue, and it just overwhelms. But I don't think that'll happen. Uh, I'm, that's why I'll put it at nine. I just don't. I thought the Niners maybe would get a little bit more done this offseason free agency wise than they did. 
Um, they still don't really have a no, high-end pass catcher. No, and and they had you know a hundred million dollars in cap space. So I thought maybe that and they would lose Hyde, which I don't, I don't, I, I mean, and the, they bring this, in McKinnon and the ongoing I, uh, sort of meh reaction to Carlos Hyde. I know he's injury prone, but Jarek McKinnon versus Carlos Hyde, both healthy. There's not, it's not much of a debate for you. me. So I, so yeah, I, and by I'd the say way, nine the, out of ten. Who's the last place team in 2018 in that division? Boy, tough, right? I mean, if it's the Seahawks, tough. what a fall. And it really could it, be. It looks like it's going to be the Seahawks. I who's going to be there? Again, it's going to be Russell Wilson, I mean, Doug Baldwin, if, and that's it. And yeah, a if, bunch of people you never heard if of. If Mike Glennon ends up being your quarterback, because we do not project Sam Bradford ever to play 16 games in a season, right? I guess that's it true. It would be able to, to It's funny that, I've been, uh, that I have fallen into that trap. I'm like, well, Sam Bradford's their cue. Oh, yeah, well, right. He gets yeah, hurt uh, It's after not going to happen. So, yeah. Um. Are they your NFC favorite at this point to go to Super Bowl 53? I don't think so. No. Who no. Do you have? I, I think I still have faith in the Eagles. And I know it's rare for a team to, to repeat, but they really didn't lose much, if anything. What about that insane yeah. rotation that they, they, they've somehow yeah. improved upon? On the defensive line. It's I mean, crazy. It's it crazy. So I, I'd still give the nod. And, you know, remember the, the Vikings. You know, all they did was upgrade their QB. And and keep pretty much everybody else. So, and I also like Mike Wallace by a whisker over uh, over Tory. Tory, yeah. Point, I think yeah. by a hair. Not that that's a, a major element, but I do. So like I just think I think they're in that mix. And and plus, I you know I keep saying it. If you tell me Aaron Rodgers is on the field, it's hard for me not to yeah, go with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I so think uh, it's uh, it's not easy for you to say, oh yeah, I'm going to give him the the, the NFC. But by the way, those poor people up in Green Bay, I mean they're blue collar town. What do they do with having to watch the dynamic Aaron Rodgers? Those are, you know thoughts bad and fit. prayers to yeah, those bad people. fit man. How are they to enjoy somebody like that? Bad you know? fit California kid. Does the commercials, dates I mean, uh, super, celebrities. Super smart guy, gunslinger type, you know, really, uh, you know, he's he's uh, he's spectacular. You know, I feel bad, yeah. you know, hang in there, Pat. They deserve better. Um, one more thing, Money, because, uh, you know, we appreciate you coming in here, you know, in the off season. You're not here all that often, so we like to capitalize on that. Real quick, let's start something that Spaghetti and I were uh, yapping about. I mentioned all those brackets that are out there. Um you know, the tournament's more or less over now or a couple more games away from being over. But that doesn't mean we can't do one in April. I think we should do this one. The best parties, the party that you most wish you could attend in movie history. The party which I wish I mo Okay. Let me throw a couple out at okay. you. The, I think the most obvious one is the opening scene in The Godfather, the wedding. That would be a fun party to be. I'd be on edge. Put up it when yeah, they're all I'd be on edge. I'd be on edge. What Fair. if I get too drunk and I so get loose my lips? You I'm, know I can't where be you comfortable. Are. Yeah, I it's know where I'm at. It's the same thing the opening scene in Godfather 2, the party in Tahoe. Yes. Same thing. You would be lucid about who you're I wouldn't. With. I would not imbibe as much as I might like and I wouldn't see. cut loose as much as I'd like because I'd be nervous. Great point. See? I'd be nervous. See, we've come to the right place here, Spaghetti. I'd feel at home in, in those two parties. <laughs> <laughs> I got a couple uncles who were tied in. See, I uh, for me, it's probably a little bit of nostalgia because I don't think kids party anymore like we used to. Where when I grew up, um, and here's your lovely anecdote, right? Uh, on the south side of Chicago, for whatever reason, there were just a lot of forests and a lot of woods. And we would, 
you know, somebody would get the kegs and you would push them into the woods and you would find this clearing and well, everyone would hang out. You have out. my number one right there. So dazed and confused. That's it. The beer bust. Smith. Right, the beer bust. I think that one's going to be very difficult to beat. I think that's a number one seed at minimum. If we actually build some sort of a bracket here, and by the way, drop us a line with the hashtag DDFP and let us know your vote, and we'll see. Well, let's. What should we aspire yeah. to? Thirty-two uh, is that a reasonable number? That, to, that's to fine. Get as to? many as many tweets as we if get. If we get more that are viable options, and then I'll I'll seed them one to you know whatever. Like I'll I'll do brackets. You will. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll do the dirty work if you need. Okay, all right. Yeah, I'm just trying to dirty work for MVP. Eddie Spaghetti, though. Yeah, I was gonna say in uh, Eddie Spaghetti's seedings will be indiscriminate as long as Kent Brown's not there. It, get, it makes <laughs> oh, the list God. apparently. How about this as a one seed? Ready? I got another one seed. All right. Back to school. Blow out the walls of the door. And you got Oingo Boingo playing, for God's Oingo sakes. Oingo Boingo, the In the hot dorms. Tub. In a hot tub. And why does that kid, the the, the Dangerfield son in that boy, has Jason got to be Mellon. the all-time curmudgeon. He doesn't. His old man shows up and says, hey, I can have Vonnegut write your uh, your term paper for you. He's like, no, I want to do it myself. Right. What 20-year-old kid in the None. history Once of the people way- would ever be like, no, no, no. Right. I have to earn it. Ones that wear crew neck sweaters around a uh, sunny campus. That's this it. sourpuss always uh, just so put out by his old man, his millionaire old man tripping the light fantastic for him, making college as much fun as you could possibly. That's a great call. I love the party with the Oingo Boingo. It's a, they play they play it's a dead man dead man's party, party there right yeah I think and then weird science got a little sideways because of the freaks that came in from the netherworld there are a lot of high school parties and the John Hughes film sixteen candles but are those know. I think the sixteen candles party that's at a good Jake's one. house yes at Jake's, Jake's house, house is awesome that's a good one but are we then I think we have to if we're going to indulge this do we then get to be the age we want to be. Yes. Because if it's because of yeah, I'm not going to be an old you, man at a high school you party. And me walk, <laughs> walk, walk in, in the Jake's house yeah. and be like, uh, hey, the cops are here. Right. You know, who's dead? Hey, who's getting picked up? Who's <laughs> oh, dad's picking them up? Over. Right. Same with can't hardly wait. If you want to get a little more modern, that's a great one at the house. Uh, Project X. I don't know Project it's X. It's like about a apparently part. Kimmel about a party. was in this movie. Yes, Project X was. Uh, that's it's just about that it's up, party. It's about a party. Yeah. It's like super bad, but if they only focus on the party, oh, there's a good all, one. Super bad all, party and took out all the humor. The super dad. But I think that should be a whole region unto itself. High school party. Right. Yeah. Right. How about what the, the opening party? I know it's easy to make uh, to have a laugh at the expense of the tri lambs and the omega moose, but I think that the Nerds. opening party, the alpha yeah. beta party. That starts Revenge of the Nerds. I mean, that's where I want to be. Stan, I'm, I wouldn't be cool enough to get in, but Stan Gable and company, I mean. I got your other one seed, by the way. Animal House. Yes, of course. The, the, the Toga Party is definitely. No brainer. Old toga school. Party is definitely a, yeah. one, a one seed. Old school Old with school Snoop. Good. Old school, very good. That's the other thing, too, is the movies that get the musical, get the performer, you know, and they're not – they are who they are, but they're not. Like in the in the movie, it's just like, oh, yeah, look who we uh, got to play our party. Isn't this great Snoop's here? Because it's, uh, it's our college party, and he's just going to kind of get up here and hang out. That's another list or bracket or whatever for another time, but we did talk about that with Bald Brian from the Corolla Show when he came in here a couple weeks ago. That's another great one is the best – songs performed the best songs in movies but not just played in the movie but performed live in the movie songs that are unique to the movie like um uh say anything john cusack uh, in your eyes 
No. Or no. That's a real song by the real Peter Gabriel. This would be her singing like the Joe, Joe lies. Joe, Joe lies when he cries. I'll never right. go back. I'll never, I'll never go, go back. back. I got gotcha. you. And I don't gotcha. you even think it. <laughs> yes, that is a great one. That's a great one. Yes. Huey Lewis is not Huey Lewis at the start of Back to the Future. He, I forget what his band's name is. Bald Brian did know. And that's a song that's unique to the movie. To the movie. So we could think about that list. But anyway, yes. I was thinking about another one, too. In the Because I see all the animated movies. The party in, if you know this one, it's a bit of a deep dive. But in uh, Tangled. The Rapunzel story that came out about a decade ago. In the middle of that, she and Ryder land in um, the village where she is the princess, but she doesn't know she's the princess. But it's a day to beat the band. It's wine and it's guys playing on their fiddles and dancing and goodness. That reminds me of Lord of the Rings. Feasts and such. Yes. It seems just great. Oh, I said feast and it reminded me of one The Red Wedding. No. See, oh, now that's a yeah, different. That's party we don't want to be in. In Italy, Sicily, uh, in, in Sicily, Pacino, Michael Corleone's wedding. I want to be at the wedding Again. to the Italian girl. I want to be at that long yeah. table drinking wine all day, eating the uh, Italian meats and cheeses. Again, just too on edge, man. Too nervous. Yeah. Don't say anything. Don't look at anybody. MVP, your thoughts? I got to think about some more. Did we take them all? You took some good ones, yeah. I mean, it I'm thinking about it. There got to be some. Pl- there got to be plenty of good ones. Great call. I'll on, tell you uh, one that uh, back to school that I wouldn't that. want. That I think a lot of your your folks on the Twitter are gonna suggest. Uh, eyes wide shut. You know, I know it's uh, a lot of people getting frisky, a lot of things going on, but I don't know if I want to be around those kind of weirdos. Dun, type, ding, you know, ding. like like you think. Hey, this is going to be great. We're going to uh, we're going to get a little little crazy. All here, the nudity right? with the masks, with the, masks. The, the wrinkly octogenarian yeah. millionaire men who have disguised themselves with the with the beauties all organized there. I'm with you on you, that. You think you might like, but no, not probably ends up bad. You know the party I do want to go to though, and it legitimately makes a list. Eyes wide shut. The Christmas party. There you go. That Cruz and Kidman attend. Right. And she almost makes time with the uh, with the elegant old continental guy, and he almost makes time with the two women, and then but See, then again, that, it, it, that's again, a fun party. Yeah, but it it just it, it's not everyone's end well. letting their hair down, but it's yeah. elegant and the lighting is gorgeous. Oh, it's the best, and you know who knows what people are swapping this and that. How about that Temple of Doom party? With the bugs and everything, you know. No, no, I don't want. Don't why do I want to eat brains? <laughs> Monkey brains, right? I don't want to eat the worst party ever. Yeah, I, worst I know, party ever. Yeah, I get up and leave. All right, yeah. well, now you guys are just trying to right. be weird I'm, with I'm your foods. I'm, I'm not. I'm done. I, I have. Uh, I have too much self-respect here. Um, all right, listen. I think we're off and running now. I think we're heading in a good direction. Do the here. dirty work, Eddie. Spaghetti. You writing all those down? Yeah, I have them all, and I will go back and I have the audio anyway. To, just to be clear for the Twitter. What about users. the party at the bar after they make the big heist in Goodfellas, and everybody's walking in with the fur coats? Right, and the, having a good time again. See, it's, it's the same thing. That's theme. what I was like, going to ask. I don't want to be around those. What folks. classifies a party? Like I don't what? Know. Good times. Uh, hey, okay. you know, wherever Kent Brown ain't. All right, this no, that's how you guys classify a party. Not me. Jerks. The other 75% of the group, yeah. That's yeah. not me. What no. about boogie nights with the little lady fingers? They're lighting the firecrackers. How awkward was that? Oh, the pool party? No, the one in the apartment where the guy keeps lighting the firecrackers. <laughs> Without Molina. Out. With Molina playing uh, 
Um, what, what's the song that they have playing? I can't, I can't remember. Ah, Ranger. They're playing Night Ranger. Night Ranger, Sister Christian. Sister exactly. Christian is playing. Exactly. Uh, no, I want to be at the pool party. There though. you go. And you're also, for again, for Twitter users, you're also like, the, you're not the character. You're just like with the characters in the movie. Right. Yeah, I'm going to be a new person. You're, you're, I'm going right. to be me okay. at but my you fit age. right in. Yeah, okay. age appropriate. No one is, in. yeah, no one's turning. Yeah, the music doesn't, like, there's not a record scratch that announces right. your arrival. Okay. Or anything right. like that. You're just you seem so you get to hang out. Nobody. So you're there out. with like Michael Corleone and Lake Tahoe. That's basically what you're saying. Like he's also there. You're an extra. Well, no, he's the same age. I'm saying he's, I'm hanging out at the party. At that That's point, it. I'm having a good time. But people are gonna want to know if the characters in the movie are there. Like they're still part of it, right? You're not. You're just with them. Well, what the hell? Why? Why, why would we be there? Because people are gonna ask. Because people happened. are gonna be like, are, "Am I the character? Or is it just like?" No, you just get to go to that party. You okay. get to go to that. You get to go to the party, and you are not. Uh, there's not nothing about you that makes people you turn against you. Just blend in nicely. Just getting ahead of the Twitter all questions. Right. Yes, you're afforded all. Oh, bachelor party. Yes, hotel. I mean the craziest bachelor. party of all time. Freaking horse. They're not. A, yeah, that's. I was gonna say it's a donkey, but you're right. It's actually a <laughs> it's horse. It's a horse. Yes. Who ODs? There's a horse yes. that ODs in that movie. How could you do any better? Done and done. You have someone antagonizing the party throughout. <laughs> right. How great is it to have a villain at the party? I, Very this, rare. This is an exciting list. I like this one quite a bit. I think we're off and running. Ooh, but- how about the Christmas party in Die Hard? Now that, uh, <laughs> that's probably not when you want to be. I'll tell you where. I, I More food. Big night. Big night? I want to be at the feast party where Louis Prima is supposed to show up. I want to be eating that, uh, what's it called? The tampany? That thing he makes? That, he makes that like. I don't know. Italian food bread thing, and he cuts it in half. It's got all the meats and cheeses in it. Oh, that alone. <laughs> we kind of know where Dave is. Dave's like really into the food that's being served, and I'm just thinking about the blowout oh, nature of the bash. A lot of beautiful women there. I interested, but wait, back, oh, the meat. back to the one it's with a the bread, and it's the got the meat, meat and you slice it. He's willing to to bump shoulders with a crime boss just to steal his like yes. uh, brujou and soprasat and all brujou, that. Uh, yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> that's he's gonna like, say yeah. the brujou. Nah. I'm not even Italian either, and I can still do that. Brujou. Your last name's Spaghetti. Spaghetti. Sounds Italian to me. Spaghetti, uh, the cheese. All right, that's enough, right? right. Let's, should we, uh, we got it started. Goodbye? Should we say goodbye to Matt Money Smith here and hello to uh, to the middle linebacker, an inside linebacker who is uh, whose profile is gaining steam. And I described him. Somebody from Boise tweeted at me about Leighton uh, Van Der Esch, and I said back and uh, that he. And I think you'll hear this. He has a casual lucidity about him. He knows who he is as a football player. He knows what he's good at. At 21, he seems in command of himself. You'll hear here. We give him some business, but he just rolls with it. He just seems like a a very – has an easy likability about him. Let's get to it here. Boise State star Leighton Van Der Esch and, as you'll hear in just a minute, a surprise appearance from his girlfriend as well. Matt Money Smith, great stuff as always. Oh, Game Theory and Money is the other show you can hear. Oh, yeah, we're doing one this week. Oh, are you? Yeah. Make sure you track uh, him and Cindy down doing that one on uh, iTunes or at NFL.com slash podcasts. Thanks for coming in, Matt Money Smith. Make sure you listen to the Petros and Money show if you want to be hip and now. And now let's get to Van Der Esch.
All right, here we go. Rolling through the free agency stuff, and the draft is drawing ever closer. And seated to my immediate left, a guy whose name figures to go in the first round from Boise State, Leighton Vanderesh. How are you, fella? Doing awesome. Doing awesome. Yeah. I like uh, right out of the gate. I can tell you're in the draft process here because you've matched all. You've la- matched many shades of blue here mm-hmm. today. Not that your eyes match the turf of Boise State and the suit and the tie that you're wearing. Yep, yep. I mean, blue's been a big part of it, and, mm-hmm. and I'm, I feel like I just got to stick with it. I, I guess at this point, yeah, it would be crazy not to. I apologize on behalf of Southern California that it's <laughs> raining when you arrive here. We didn't put our best foot forward for you. Now, we were talking as you sat down here, you are planning on being in Dallas, Texas for that draft, right? Mm-hmm. And what are you, what's your – well, who's going to be at the big table with you? Your family gained some some uh, fame yep. pre-bowl game for you this past uh, season? Yep, yep. Well, my, my parents are going to be there uh, at the table, and my three older sisters, and uh, my girlfriend and her parents, and my coach, and my high school coach, and then uh, Avalos, and I think my high school coach's wife. That's awesome. I love that. So no agent or anything like that? Oh, Ron will be there. Yeah. Oh, Ron, Ron will be Ron there will be too. There. Yep. Yeah, yeah. This is a mistake that not it wouldn't you wouldn't be the first to do it. Mm-hmm. But very often that phone rings and you pick it up, and the the, the oh hello this is uh, this is uh, head coach Mike Tomlin of the Pittsburgh Steelers. By the way, is that does that uh, strike your fancy when you hear the talk about the the Steelers being interested in you? I think it'd be awesome. It would be good. I, I mean, I'm I'm ready to go wherever they wherever. You don't care. Fix me. See, I see you. You've uh, you've worked this out. You can't you can't take the bait. You can say, yeah, I'd, I'd be happy in Pittsburgh. You know what? There are 31 other uh, NFL cities I'd be happy in as well. Yep. You got that down. Oh yeah. I'm gonna. Well, let's test <laughs> this out here. Um, I want I want to see. You know, you've gone through the combine. I don't know if you've heard what the professionals think of you, the scouts. They've evaluated you. Have you gone through what they perceive to be your strengths and weaknesses? Uh, probably my range tends to be the the normal pop-up for my strength. Uh, and I mean, my play recognition, just diagnosing the play and, and just covering the whole field, just my length and athleticism. Oh, look who thinks a lot of themselves. No, no, that's that's what they think of you. No, yeah, they say you're big, long, and athletic. Yes, you tend to step up in the big games, too. Yep. That's, a, that's another one for you. Weaknesses has just one year of starting experience, still filling out his frame, um, tends to get choked up reading Nicholas Sparks novels. Is that true? Do you I really? don't even know who Nicholas Sparks is. Oh, I see. I get it now. Well played. Yo, I don't even know what that's even about. <laughs> Let's keep going through some of this. Hasn't learned to use hands effectively to punch and separate. True or false? Um, I mean, I can see how they could say that. Um, but, I mean, it's there's always room for development, I feel like, with every player in, in strike and escape. Uh, players can always work on, on defeating blocks and, and doing that. Um, takes himself out of tackle opportunities by attacking iso blocks. Yes and no. Uh, I mean, I mean, you got to defeat the block before you can make the tackle. Wears a bathing suit in the shower. I couldn't get through that one. I'm sorry. That, that would have been good if I, I I blew the joke. That would have yeah. been funny, right? Yeah. But that is what it says there. Somebody up, no, that did you put that there? I maybe put that one there. 
why <laughs> such sophomoric jokes crack me up. But anyway, hey, well, speaking of bad uh, things, did you get any of those weird questions you always hear about, like the guys at the Combine, weirdest questions from teams? What were the weirdest? Um, I got – there was one interview I got, like – a whole truckload of them, it seemed like. Really? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I walked in there. I didn't even really. They just told Don't me. Don't tell me the team because that's not, taboo. I'm, then that'll be a strike against you. I'm not going to tell you the team. Uh, but, I mean, I walked in and. It was the Browns? Nope. No, okay. No. <laughs> I walked in there and instead of shaking everybody's hands and, and introducing yourself and, and everything and getting settled in a little bit, they just told me to just sit. They had one chair in the middle of the room. They said, sit down. That's pretty much all. I just sit down right now. Like, Sounds like the beginning of uh, one of the Bourne movies or something. It was weird. Um, but, I mean, I sat down, and, and everybody was around me in a circle, and uh, I, was <laughs> sit, I was sitting there waiting for, like, waiting for it to start, and then like everybody got quiet, and the one guy just started firing questions at me. Like you're playing Duck, Duck, Goose yeah. or something. Weird. But I was in the middle of the circle, like in the middle. Bizarre. I wasn't part of the circle. So – uh, he told me four words. I had to remember those four words for the for the whole meeting. And then he told me to start at 100 and, 100 and subtract two, four, two, four, two, four, like as fast as I could go in the amount of time I was given. Whoa. Yeah. And then there was a, the rest of the questions. It was just a bunch of weird questions. I mean, I got one that said, uh, I have a bottle and there's a quarter in the bottle and there's a cork in the top. How do you get the quarter out? And I said to squeeze the bottle so it pops the cork out. And I thought I was right. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I got this one. And he was like a glass bottle, like looked at me like I was dumb or something. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like you just figured it out. And I was like, okay. Um, I sat there for like 10, 15 seconds, and I had no clue. And I just told I was like, I don't know. I would think a football coach would like if you said like, I just bite the bottle in half. You know? They said I couldn't break the bottle. Oh, you can't break it. Yeah. So and I, so what's I, I the correct speaking. answer to this? I'm I, Now I don't well, know. I didn't know. And when you get questions wrong, they don't tell you the right answer. They just go to the next question. So I was thinking about that one for like forever afterwards. So I messaged a bunch of my friends and they were like, they looked it up and said, you're supposed to push the cork into the bottle. Oh, that makes sense. That's clever. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. That made me mad, but. <laughs> you got upset with them on that one. <laughs> I am fat. What a weird. Uh, I mean, it really is like some CIA interview thing. They sat yeah. in a circle around you. Yep. You should have just gotten up and been like, I'm not into this guy. Sorry. <laughs> you know, pass, pass. Don't, don't, uh, don't bother with me. Um, here, here's, uh, we uh, came up with a couple other weird questions for you. Um, would you, if the Super Bowl crown were on the title, would you tackle your mom at the goal line if she were the ball carrier? Would you be willing to do that if it meant Super Bowl glory? Uh, that's a tough question. Well, come on now. Do I have to answer it? Well, I mean, I'd like you to. If you want to, if you want to be a member of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you're going to answer this question. I would probably tackle her softly. <laughs> that's good. You'd hold her up. Yeah, yeah. yeah you don't have to. Uh, yeah, you, you, you're aware of just like they say, know who you're throwing the ball to, know who you're tackling. You don't have to devastate mom. Yeah. You know, you just have yep. to stop her from the end zone. That's all. Yep. Heads or tails? Tails. Tails, and why? <laughs> so, when I was young, I we were playing this game. I mean, I think it was a junior high. I was calling the toss almost every single time, and all my buddies were telling me to go tails, tails, tails. And for some reason, I kept picking heads every game, it seemed like. And, I mean, we won, like, maybe one out of all the tosses. But 
so I was like, all right, well, from now on, I'm picking tails. And I mean, it's treated me really well. But this year, calling the toss for the games this year, I called tails every single time. And we won. I don't even know if we won a toss the whole entire year. Well, wait a second. So then why are you going tails? Because now it's it's going to turn out soon. It's going to turn around. That says that you're optimistic. That's funny because I always say go heads. I think if you are predisposed to say heads, that means that you have a sunny view of the world. Like everything's going to come heads up. Everything's going to make sense the way it should. If you go tails, you're cynical. It says like things come uh, come come up backwards the way you expect them to. Do you see? Don't you see the powerful message that you could send? Yeah. Now, this is very weird that you – I guess that says something about your resiliency, though, right? That you, like, I'm sticking with tails or shame the devil. It's eventually got to go my way. I mean, to me, it didn't matter whether we were starting with a ball or not. It was like I wanted to be out on the field first, so I wanted to be on defense. And, I mean, I was calling tails, so I was hoping it was going to be tails. But All right. Well, we, we, we park we'll our get, cars we'll in our different garages on different ones on that. Any truth to these rumors about you wearing a bathing suit when you shower? <laughs> you can't, you can't keep going back to that? That's what I heard. That's what people have been saying. People have been saying it. Who? Well, I said it like three minutes ago. You? I started to laugh when I did. The only but I, one? Yeah. So uh, that's I'm the only one. So yeah. no. Nope. So you're just discounting that as a rumor, rejecting it out of, Completely. Out of hand. Hey, let's do this. Um, real quick, uh, before we let you go, I want to. Uh, this is an important. This is the biggest draft day thing. Is your girlfriend free to come in? Is she willing to come in? Eddie Spaghetti, if you would come in, I'd like you to play the agent. All right, and here, let's pretend that. Uh, hello, I'm Dave. Congratulations in advance. It sounds like you guys are going to have a good time in Dallas, Texas. Have you? Will you go stand uh, at his side and Spaghetti? You stand on the other side. And I let's say I'm let's say I'm Mike Tomlin of the Pittsburgh Steelers calling you. You just answer the phone and then I want to see how this plays out here. Like bring bring Don't no, not see right out of the gate. Don't answer the first ring. That shows you're desperate. No, no, no. Oh. Be playing it cool. Like, hey, it's just the twenty ninth pick. I got all I got nowhere to be. You know, I'm having a good time here. Bring bring, bring. All right, now you're getting rude. All right. All right, I'll pick it up. Okay, answer. Hello? Yes, is this uh, Layton? Yes, sir. Layton, this is head coach Mike Tomlin from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Son, how do you feel about being a Pittsburgh Steeler? I'm ready to go. Let's do it. I mean, could be a little more excited. (laughs) Now he just got drafted into the NFL, and you're like, oh, you, you know. Like I just asked if you want me to pick you up a shake at the the drive through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll have one. I guess if you're getting yourself one, yeah, give me one too. Let's try that again. Like, how do you feel about being a Pittsburgh Steeler, son? Well, it's awesome. It means the most to me. Uh, I'm not. Gonna, right. I'm not good. We're gonna have our spot. people get in touch with you to square you away. We're gonna we're gonna see you up here on the banks of the Three Rivers tomorrow. Have a great time. Celebrate tonight, and uh, and we look forward to getting you into camp and putting you into that black and gold jersey. Okay. Sounds good. Thank. All you, right. Man. Now you hang up. All right. Now what happens? Go. Let's just let's just watch this on video. I'll describe the action for the listener. Go ahead. Leighton just got drafted. First round. Dream come true. He's going to play NFL football. What do you do? Now, all right, your girlfriend is to your left. Your agent is to your right. What are you going to do? What's the right move? What's the correct move? 
girlfriend. Doesn't Probably matter. hug and kiss my girlfriend. That's right. Go ahead. Hug her now. Dude, like, you don't have to do the whole thing, you know. We're G-rated, but, you know, like, just – and the arms are – there you go. We did it. That's right. That, oh, even a kiss. That's nice. That's nice. I love it because this is an important thing. I want you to remember this. So often, these guys, they turn to their agent. Their agent. They have family, and, and they have loved ones, significant others, and you're hugging the agent? What's wrong with you? That sends a weird <laughs> message to the fan base. Um, I mean – are you saying I shouldn't do that? No, you should hug your loved ones. Your agent, you'll get there. No, you're saying, yeah, you're saying I shouldn't go to him. I don't want you to talk. I mean, your agent will, will glad hand with you. He's in it. He wants to make some scoots. Your, your, uh, your girlfriend and your family, they've been with you through thick and thin. You understand? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Good. See, we're making some headway now. Yeah. It's not all just about what happens between the lines, Leighton, you know, or in the shower. I'm not very good at being put on the spot. Leighton, what uh, – <laughs> I think this has been great fun. Leighton, what number are you going to wear in the NFL? Uh, 138. You're not going to be allowed to wear 38, are you? Mm. What are we going to do about that? If you go to Pittsburgh, we're going to have to we're gonna have to talk again. Because if you go to the Steelers, well, that's Bud Dupree. See? We're going to have to figure that part out, though. Um and uh, and I'm sorry, I I didn't get your name, uh, Maddie. I'm sorry. So uh, yeah, I should uh, I should be able to remember that one. What uh, what's the plan otherwise in Dallas? Tripping the light, fantastic the night before. You're gonna take it easy on the eve of the draft and then celebrate the night after the night of the draft. How do you expect that to go? Oh, I'll see you on the red carpet. Yeah. Who are you going to be wearing? Oh, I forgot to give you a microphone, Maddie. I'm sorry about that. Who are you going to be wearing, Layton? Who am I going to be wearing? Yeah, that's that's a question you better get accustomed to, man. That's what they ask what on that, red carpets. Mean? Means like who made your suit for you? Oh, uh, Elevé. Elevé. Yep. Okay. And do you know, uh, Maddie, what you're going to be wearing already? You've already selected it. No, I'm waiting on him to figure out his colors. <laughs> I bet. Are you going to suit and tie it? Oh yeah. I think they maybe want to make a fun statement like Zeke Elliott made. Remember when he wore the yep. belly shirt? Think any any thought about that, Leighton? I don't know if I'll do that, but maybe your legendary bathing suit. <laughs> maybe, maybe wear it underneath. <laughs> it'll be it'll be our inside joke that no uh. one will get. That's <laughs> um. All right, listen, Leighton. I want you to uh, to enjoy these next few weeks. It must be, I, you know, I've been in the position in my life a couple of times, and, and I'm sure you're basking in this uh, this moment as well for Leighton, legitimately, that I've been in that moment where I know I'm leaving a job, but I haven't left yet. And that's the sweet spot of life is knowing like, well, you know, I, 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 you know I'm leaving here anyway. I, none, none of it matters that much. It's all good news in the future. Mm-hmm. That's where you must be right now. Are you on top of the world right now? Yeah. Knowing like, I'm, listen, what's done is done. The hard work is all done. Now it's about getting drafted and then getting back to work. No, I mean, I still got to stay. I'm, I'm still I'm still working every single day. I mean, staying in shape, working out uh, as best I can. I mean, with a busy schedule. I mean, the work's not over. The work is just beginning. So, I mean, that's the mindset that I have. That's the mindset I'm always going to have. There's always room for improvement, and, and it's never over. Maddie, does he have weird uh, dietary restrictions? A lot of NFL guys do. I feel bad for them when they do. Mm, he did when he was training in Arizona pretty good, but when we get 
when we got, he got back, we ate a lot of panda. So, will you make him now at, at the night of the draft, and then ever after that, will you be like, well, of course, this is on you. You're an NFL football player, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how it's going to go. Yep. I hear about that. That seems crazy. Are you ready for that bit where like the veterans are like, "Hey, Rook, yeah, carry my bag and all that jazz." You got to do what you got to do. I suppose so. Well, listen, I can tell you this. On, uh, as a uh, as a diehard Steelers fan, it would be great to uh, to see you arrive on the banks of the Three Rivers. Either way, good luck to you. And uh, you're a delightful guy with, uh, with uh, a delightful girlfriend and the family that we got to meet in front of the bowl game. Rooting for you. We look forward to seeing everybody at Dallas in that big, at the big circular table. Can I sit down with you for a few minutes? Yeah. Can I? Go for it. Can I maybe like what if what if it's right as they draft and I sneak in like between you and your agent and he'll get he really would probably mad. deal with that. He'd get mad if it's like, hey, <laughs> why are you shaking Dave's hand before mine? Kind of thing, right? I don't know. All right, listen. What do you think of the blue turf, Maddie? I love it. Do you really? I've probably been a bigger Boise State fan than him my whole life. Did you go there, or no, are you I, going? There? I didn't. I just grew up being a pretty big Boise State fan since really? I was little. Is that the way it is in Idaho? That's the what's what's the local uh, what's the most popular? Let me guess. It would be the most popular NFL team would be the Broncos. Mm, half and Seahawks. half. It's like half and half between the Seahawks and Denver. Oh, I guess, yeah, you're pretty close to Washington State yeah. as well. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, all right, well, listen, have a great time in Dallas. Have a great time wherever you wind up. It's all, I mean, 2018 should be uh, a grand year for you mm-hmm. with uh, with everything that's coming your way. Um, like I say, enjoy it. And uh, and there he is, everybody, Leighton Vanderesh and Maddie and the whole gang at a big circular table coming to you from Dallas, Texas next month. Thanks, Leighton. Thank you. Thank you. All right, good stuff from Vanderish. Thanks to uh, Matt Money Smith for coming in to uh, uh, Handsome Hank. Make sure you drop us a line, why don't you? Um, and uh, hashtag DDFP. Let us know the movie party you most wish you could attend. And it, the red wedding would be weird. Although, I mean, I guess if you're not in that one family, you were in the clear. So it might have been a fun time. I don't know. Anywho. We'll talk to you later in the week. Till then, it's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.